Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. A couple of texts and emails real quick. Can I cover those real quick before you go into the Biden extending? Oh, yeah. Okay, so 708, how do I get over feeling like a chump for paying my loans off as a firefighter and making it my kid's priority to not be a deadbeat? Do I get moolah back? So you got a firefighter who probably would have qualified for the student loan forgiveness because it is a public service. Public service. Mm -hmm. And you'll talk about that more as we dive into this. But he feels like a chump for paying off his student loans. And is he going to get a refund of that for paying off his student loans? Well, yeah, I understand. Um, sadly, no, he's not going to get a refund for for those payments. Um, so there is a new initiative where there's a buyback period for people who um, are currently employed in the public sector and for periods where, let's say, you were in the wrong payment plan or you put your loans into forbearance and those payments should have been counting towards public service loan forgiveness. They're starting this new initiative where you can buy back those periods, make some payments, and then get the loans forgiven. Um, but I understand, um, you know, I, I do hear that all the time. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of people pay too much on their student loans. And a big reason for that is that people just are not aware of all of the relief that's available for federal student loans. And that's really where we come in and we try to get the word out as much as possible because um, we just had a consultation the other day with somebody who's going to be a uh, physical therapist, and she has about 150000 in federal loans. She's a hardworking young kid, and she's planning ahead. She's going to only wind up paying back about 50000 and getting the entire balance forgiven tax-free. She's going to work at a hospital? She's going to work at a hospital at North Shore. And um, the key is really knowing and understanding what what the law is and how it can apply to you and how you can take advantage of it. Don't leave money on the table. Um, I kind of liken it to paying as little as you can in taxes, right? I mean, you sure. don't want to overpay what you're supposed to pay in taxes. Um, so I understand um, how that firefighter feels, for sure. If you own a business and you buy a car, I think it's over 7,000 pounds, right? At least it used to be this. You could depreciate that car 100% during the year, okay, that you bought it. That's a huge tax break if you're a business owner. Is it fair for other business owners that that uh, don't have the opportunity to buy an SUV that weighs over? I think it was six or seven thousand pounds. I'm not sure what the weight is, but if you bought an SUV, if you bought a car over a certain amount and you owned a business, you could write that business that car purchase off 100 percent that year. Okay, is that fair? I don't have a six thousand pound car. My right. wife doesn't have a 6,000-pound car. All the people that, that have 5,900-pound cars don't think it's fair. But guess what? If you're a business owner, you're going to take that you know, $100,000 depreciation, whatever that 7,000-pound cars aren't cheap. Or 6,000-pound cards. Exactly. People leave a lot of money on the table simply by not knowing the rules, not knowing the deductions to take, not knowing how to write off um, interest that they pay on their student loans. That's a a tax write-off. You get a notice from your student loan servicer every year telling you how much you paid in interest on that loan. That's a tax write-off. And all of those things make a difference in terms of your bottom line and what how much money you get to keep right right if there was a thousand dollars on on the on the on the table that you had a chance to write off on your taxes no 
I don't want to write that thousand dollars off. No, I'd rather give it to the girl. You're out of your freaking mind <laughs> and stop your BS because I'll call you BS. I could tell you there's a lot of things that aren't right, but if they're giving money out and you could get it, then you go get it. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. And I, I got one of your clients here, Corrine. Okay. Okay. Can you ask Ray a question? We are enrolled with her and have been for a while. Is there a chance Mr. Biden, President Biden, pulls us from forgiveness or because it's with her, it's not, it, it's, now it's not possible. Thank you. Love your show. So what is she re- referring to? Right. And so I get this question all the time um, because the student loans have been in the news a lot recently and the Biden administration has issued some executive orders and some have gotten shot and shot down by the Supreme Court as being unconstitutional. What I would, t- would tell people is that um, I'm not worried about public service loan forgiveness going away. I'm not worried about private sector loan forgiveness going away. These are written into the laws under the Higher Education Act. And so it would take an act of Congress being passed by Congress, the Senate, and signed into law by the president. There have to be public hearings and committees. And so that's not going to happen. No one's even discussing that. The small regulatory changes that do make a difference in borrowers' payments, for example, we've got the SAVE plan now, where most people's payments have gone down by 50%, and it provides a 100% interest subsidy, um, which makes your loans a 0% interest loan while you're in the SAVE plan. So that's a big one. Now, another administration could come in and say that's far too generous of a plan, and we're going to go back to the old plan. Even if that happened, your monthly payment would see very little of a change. Um, it would still be a great monthly payment plan and you'd still be on track for forgiveness. So tell Corinne, no, that I'm not worried about that. And if she has any questions, obviously give me a call at the office. But um, no, I'm not really worried about anything like that. Um, usually the changes that are made are more to the borrower's benefit. All right. Well, you just did. You just told Corinne. Yes. So there you go. Yes. <laughs> Phone number for our listeners want to reach out on website. We got to hit news. Sure. 312-294-8989 or check us out at financialrelief.com or raycaplan.com. All right. We're going to come back after the news. Throw it over to Donnie in the newsroom. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Uh, we've got Ray Kaplan after the break. We've got Fred Allwitter, <laughs> White Eagle, White Rabbit. Okay. White Eagle is a country club in Naperville that... Uh, He's got a great golf course and delicious food, but uh, if you want, and they don't do garages, but White Rabbit Fred does. 312-981-7200, that's a Megapro's call, text and photo line. This is Home Home Chicago on 720 WGM. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. Thank you, Mr. Jennings. 312-981-7200, text messages flying in here, Ray Kaplan, as they always do. I'm ready. Ready? Uh, 312, 53 years old, got a great credit score, 750 plus for years. A few weeks ago, Credit Karma alerted me that my credit dropped 100 points, Mm-mm. which is not a good email to get. Yep. Um, this texter was shocked to discover that they suddenly found out they had a student loan from 1988. Wow. Okay. It was a good year. That's <laughs> when I graduated from Northern. I have never seen this or have been notified in the past 35 years of this loan. Now some servicer by the name of ECSI, Edward Charlie Sam Indian of Pennsylvania, is demanding $3,200 in interest on what was apparently a $2,000 unbeknownst to me loan, according to the texter, in 1988. What can this texter do? Okay, so what this texter should do is go to the Department of Ed's website, that's studentaid.gov, 
and create an account. So write down, you know, make sure you write down your username, your password, and any security questions because you're going to want to log in there. Then they will email you to verify your account. So that's the site run by the Department of Education. And if this is real and you actually have a federal loan, which it sounds like you do, um, then what we can do is we can actually get it completely forgiven for you under this IDR account adjustment. So this IDR account adjustment really turns these old loans into like superheroes because we can actually tie old loans in with newer loans and get the whole thing wiped out. It's really crazy what's going on right now. But for this particular texter, um, because that loan is so old, um, we can get it completely forgiven, but we have to take the right steps in order to do so. So the first thing you want to do is studentaid.gov, log in there, make sure that you actually see a loan populate in there. And it will show you if you do in fact have a loan, it will populate in there. If it's not in there and there's nothing showing up or it says zero balance or no information, then you're going to have to contact the credit um, bureaus. But it sounds like you have one and we can get rid of it for you and get the negative removed from your credit report. Why do we have Ray Kaplan on the show? Because if you're trying to buy a home or refinance your home and your credit scores go from 750 to 650, that's a major problem. Yeah. That could go from qualifying you for a mortgage to not qualifying you for a mortgage. That's why Ray Kaplan is on the show. Thank you, David. You're, you're very welcome. 847, I got a niece who works for the VA as a dentist, Veterans Administration. Oh, okay. And was told that because she works for the VA, she cannot, I repeat, cannot have her student loans forgiven. Is that true? No. Veterans Administration is a government entity. That is... 100% incorrect. So because of the fact that she works for the VA, she is eligible for loan forgiveness. So she should also give us a call um, or check out our website, give us a call, book a consultation, because the key is with public service loan forgiveness, um, there are rules and you have to be in compliance with the statute. Again, that's where we come in, making sure you're in compliance with the law so you can get maximum forgiveness of your loans. But yeah, the very fact that she is employed for the VA means that she does qualify. You see, people say such wrong things all the time. It really boggles the mind. If you work for a government public service uh, sector. Yeah, so any government entity, state or local municipality, any uh, not-for-profit 501c3, if you work for the American Red Cross, Northwestern, Advocate, Lutheran General, Northwestern, University of Chicago, if you're a police officer, firefighter, if you're a teacher at a public school, um, well, hold if on, hold on. Yeah. It's not only a teacher at a public school, if you work at a public school. That's right. Thank you. If you work in the cafeteria at a public school, as long Correct. as you work there 30 hours a week, and here's something else, a new regulation. It used to be you had to be 30 hours a week. Now, let's say you work 11 hours a week. The new regulation that they just started is that we can multiply that by 3.35 to get you over to 30 hours wow. so people who were working part-time now qualify for public service loan forgiveness so i don't, I don't want i'll be if you work within the building or yeah. within the organization That's you right. could be and there's nothing wrong with working in a cafeteria or sweeping listen I, i'm not, we're not saying that no we're just saying that if you happen to be a custodial engineer yes and work at a school district and not a teacher because some people think you have some of our listeners think well I'm not a teacher it doesn't qualify but i work at the no incorrect you can work in the cafeteria. You could be administrative staff um, at a school. And so as long as you work for that um, 
that public school or that district, you qualify. And it used to be 30 hours a week, but now we can multiply your hours by 3.35 to get you to 30 hours so that then you qualify. It's really, I mean, there's a lot of really good stuff out there, a lot of good relief out there. Three quick questions. 78 years old, who has 20 years student loan funded by the federal uh, loan program. So 78 has had 20 years student loan, okay? A loan Mm -hmm. for 20 years. I am on a fixed income and cannot afford the monthly payments. Am I eligible for forgiveness? Probably yes. Um, So there are different paths to forgiveness. And sometimes what we do in a situation like that is get you into the lowest income driven payment plan. We can exclude your social security income and just focus on your non-social security taxable retirement income to calculate that payment and until we can get the loan forgiven. So because you're retired, if you have any sort of illness or ailment where a doctor or recently they changed this regulation too. Used to be a doctor only, but now it's a doctor or nurse practitioner can sign the application if you have arthritis or back pain or something that means that you can't go back to work. We can get the entire loan balance forgiven in one fell swoop. And if we get it done before January 1st, 2026, it's a tax-free forgiveness. So give us a call. Okay, we'll go to break with this. Ray Kaplan never talks about Uh, her fees for her knowledge and work to help people with student loans. What does that look like? Sure. So our consultation fee is $300. So worst case scenario, if we can't help you, which I have to say, honestly, is very rare. Worst case scenario, you're out a couple hundred bucks or a few hundred dollars for the consultation fee. Best case scenario, you spend a couple hundred bucks and you get rid of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. Um, So our fee for the consultation is 300. I will give you the tools to get the relief yourself. And then you can also decide if you're not comfortable doing it on your own, you can retain us. Our retainer fees usually are between anywhere between 1500 and 3000 depending on the complexity of your case. We're flexible. We do work out payment plans. Um, But generally speaking, calling us and talking to us about your loans you're going to come out better for it because you're going to understand how the system works and how you can get that relief on your loans, either lower payment or forgiveness altogether at some point. All right. Is that 300 bucks applied to the, uh, if they, if they, if they do the consultation and then uh, hire you on for your services and it's 1500, does that 300 get applied to the 1500? Yes. All right. Yes. So it's kind of like having apt out. Right. We, to check out your appliances, the greatest store on the planet. Yeah, they really are the best. Okay, located on Milwaukee Avenue in Glenview. So you, you they, they send a service tech out for 150 and if you want a new piece of equipment, they'll apply the 150 against a new refrigerator, freezer, washer, dryer, whatever. Right. So, so you've got a similar model. Oh, absolutely. Okay, phone number for our listeners want to reach out to you. 312-294-8989. And financialrelief.com, in case you forgot your uh, website, I didn't. Mm-hmm. It's financialrelief.com. <laughs>